Welcome back to the Derek and Eric show. We are back from our little hiatus. We took hiatus. You mean hiatus? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like my hiatus. Is that even a word? Hiatus. No, but that's why I like it. We're back from our hiatus. But yes, we are. Some of us now, were hiding. Well, I was on a hiatus. I was on vacation. Yes. You guys, I guess, were too, but you were probably still in state. I took lots of naps. It's a staycation, okay? Don't judge me. That works. But man, what a, a lot of stuff's happened. The Avs, Nuggets, Broncos, not really. And, and, and baseball finally started back. How Baseball's about that? Back, yeah. How about that? Baseball is. And they're not back. missing any games. They're uh, doing the one, full one. And, 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 breaking, and breaking news the Rockies still suck. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's more or less the Dodgers are just stacked. Yeah, but it's also the, the Rockies just. Anyways, what do we got this going week, on? We have the Avalanche, the Nuggets, Stats of the Week, Louise Lounge, Rockies, and we'll end it off with the NFL news. Oh, yeah. Talk about the best best team in the land first. That's right. Save the best then for the Speaking of them, actually in Vegas, I put a wager on them to win the Stanley Cup, so they better not oh. disappoint me. <laughs> I put a $20 wager on them, and if they actually end up winning the Cup, I could win, yeah, I could win a decent amount of money some, if they win some it. Some cash money? I really can but yes, let's get started with this team, Eric. They are damn good. They're, they're they're pretty damn good. I mean, they are just they're really good, and they're getting healthy, mm-hmm. which is freaking why they are just no. They're just I don't even know how to put into words how, what this team's doing. They're just good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they hit a little bit of a bump, but not really because they're yeah, good. Exactly. Like in uh, I was it. February, they kind of mm-hmm. hit a little, which did I not tell everybody about? It's better um, to get it out now than later, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. It was March. I mean, and even then, it was like they had only lost two in a row. Mm-hmm. And they, it was a stretch where they lost to Arizona, Calgary, then they won, then they lost to New Jersey, then they lost to Carolina. I think the Carolina game was just kind of a fluke. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, they've been on a roll. I mean, beat Calgary, beat, beat the, Los Angeles, beat the Penguins beat twice, the Jacks, mm-hmm. beat the Oilers in overtime, lost to Vancouver, which was Vancouver was a desperate team. Yeah. Lost or beat Philadelphia, lost to the Cheating Wild. I can't, beat Calgary uh, again. That sucks losing the Beat wild. San Jose. And then, yeah, back to back games against Pittsburgh, they won. And then they beat Winnipeg last night. Suck it, Pittsburgh. Those were fun games, though. That first one was such a damn good game. Oh, three to two. two? Oh, yeah. That was a hell of a game. That was intense. (laughs) Every time the Penguins scored, the Avs scored within 25 seconds later. (laughs) Freaking Kemper, though, man. He was was on one that night. Dude. 38 saves he had. Kemper was good. Kemper's been really good. Good. Frankie played last night, and like we said, he's – that guy's Francois needs to learn rebound control. And he needs to play better goaltending. What do we say? He usually averages three or four a game when he comes like in. Like 12. And look what the it, damn puck. And look what he did last night. He allowed four. Luckily, we won. <laughs> but that so seems to be his thing. 
there was a goal last night he gave up against Winnipeg. It was oh, a breakaway, no, guaranteed. Yeah. But he makes the save, mm. but he never saw the damn puck. No, so it's just... just sitting next to him, and the guy just taps it home. I'm like, Frankie, I like you. You're a good goalie. Cover the puck up. That's 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 playing goalie 101. If you Man. block a shot. And you don't know where it's at. Look down because it's more than likely sitting at your feet or behind well, and then you. The game tying goal Winnipeg had with 15 seconds last oh, night. Oh god, yeah. He kicks it out straight ahead of him, and he's he was a good three feet out of his crease. Like the Dallas game where he just right in the middle. He's just he throws it right in the middle, and I'm like, dude, what are you? So yeah, and I mean the Avs locked up Frankie for an extra two years after he's a this ba- season. He's a backup, a backup for a reason. He's a backup. For a reason. For but he's a, a damn good backup. He's, yes. he's just got to work on that rebound control. And not clearing it in the center of the ice. Yes. Don't did, throw it in the center. He did try to go for a goal last night when they had the empty net. and He did. Also, I don't know if you've been watching a lot of hockey recently. I've been dabbling in it and watching it, yes. The refs in almost every single game I have watched – have been awful. They've been bad. Terrible. They're, it's like it's like they're gearing up for the postseason, which shouldn't be a thing, where they're not calling <laughs> anything and they're letting these players just, like, wreck each other. Get wrecked. It's just... That's what oh. they're saying. Get wrecked. Because the NHL is the only sport where it seems like the refereeing changes in the postseason where they let a lot of things slide. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But getting off topic, Avalanche are 28-4-3 at home. Mm, 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 mm. It's just stupid. Four losses at home. They're 8-1 in regulation. They're 8-1-1 in their last 10, and they currently own a five-game winning streak. And they, in their division, they are 16 points ahead of Minnesota and St. Louis, who currently have 92 points. It's safe to say the division is theirs. Oh, I think so. But I think they're fighting over Florida for the best record. They are. I mean, it would be kind of nice to have home ice advantage throughout the postseason. But oh, yeah. here's, here's the thing. Even if Florida gets the President's Trophy, Mm-hmm. They haven't won a playoff series since they were in the Stanley Cup in '96. Yeah, and that's when they guess what? Guess who they played at that time? The Colorado Avalanche in their first season in Denver. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you so, go. So, though the Panthers are, the Avs are one A, and the Panthers are one B of good teams in the league, like the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Panthers. I think they could win the first round, but then can they beat Tampa? Can they beat? No, they ain't beating Tampa. They're not beating Boston. Boston. No, I don't see him. I don't see him beating those teams in the seven game series. I don't. Yeah. I I mean, right now, if the the season ended now, they would be playing Washington and Washington is bad this year. The only reason they're in a playoff spot is because the rest of the, the rest of the Eastern conference is terrible. It's a joke. (laughs) It is a joke. There's no other way to put it. The rest of the conference is a joke. Or division, so, you said, yes. And they have to keep an eye on the Islanders. 
So they might be 11 points back of Washington. The Islanders played 13 home games on the road to start the season. They have a lot of home games coming up. This this season reminds me of the year they won the Stanley Cup in 2001, where they were just so dominant and they had 50-plus wins. And this team is looking like that again because they have 50-plus wins. Well, in the Avs, they have 11 games left. Mm-hmm. And actually, before this game, the one against Winnipeg, if they had to go six and six down the stretch to break their all-time record for wins and points in a season, I think I think they're safe. I think they needed like two wins yeah. <laughs> to eclipse that. But looking at the Avs, so I, I did the math, Derek. Yes. As they currently sit, as you said, 108 points. Yep, 51, 51, 14, and six. Hell, Correct. damn. <laughs> Correct. They need 116 points to clinch the division because that's four wins. Minnesota can only get 116 points total if they win out. Suck it, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota ain't winning out. No. Uh, especially after they blew a 3-1 lead to St. Louis in St. Louis last night and uh, lost in overtime. <laughs> I know, it's great. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and like, in the Western Conference, is there a team that scares you to the face Western? the Avalanche in the playoffs? Uh... So, it, so, again, if the season ended today, the Avs would be hosting Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. I would say Dallas or Nashville would be my two teams. No, Nashville's not going to go any. Nashville's going to get swept in the first round. Well, okay. Nashville is a, the definition Dallas. of a faux team. Definitely Dallas then, like you said. Okay. Because they do, they do seem to, you know, tend to go back and forth with Dallas. Calgary maybe too. Calgary is the one team that I think can match the abs and take them seven. I think Calgary because Calgary's got the best first line in hockey with Goudreau, Kachuk, and I don't even remember what's his face because he that the Calgary sucks. But uh, (laughs) one thing I want the abs to do is in the first round play Vegas or Dallas. And you want to know why, Derek? Why is that? Just like the Rams facing the 49ers in the postseason. You got to exercise the demons. Oh, geez. I mean, those are the last two teams that knocked them out of the playoffs. And Vegas is screwed, too, with uh, their salary cap, so they can't bring anyone back. But if they get in the postseason, they can. Yeah, that's true. So, which, which they will probably get in. Which they will. But, you know, then you'll have to take into effect rust and stuff like that. Here's why Dallas doesn't really scare me, especially if the Avs have home ice. So on oh, yeah. Dallas home ice, they're 22-9-2. You know what their road record is, Derek? It's not very good. 18-17-2. They rely so heavily on getting those line matchups. Mm. You know, a home ice in hockey, you get, you get to, uh, if you're the home team, you get the second line change to kind of match up better. Mm-hmm. They rely so heavily on that that they can't play on the road because then they get the matchups they don't want and get blown out. Until so, that one night they played the Avalanche and beat them four to one. Yeah, but think about that game. 
They had just played Dallas the night before, two nights before, and smoked them in Dallas for nothing. Yes, you're right. Dallas wanted revenge. Yeah. So uh, there's not a whole lot that scares me in the division and or the conference, and they're getting healthy. Byram is back, back. and he's he's played very well. Gerard's coming back, and he needs to play better. Or else I say trade him. Uh, Seriously. Landis skating with the team, and Kadri's going to be back the last week of the season. Yeah, buddy. So the and the Avs haven't been fully healthy all season. Derek, mm-hmm. they have two players who have played all seventy-one games this year. Can you name those players? Oh my god, Nachushkin. Uh, nope. Damn it. No, it's not Makar. No, he missed a couple games. That's right. Um, God, not McKinnon, not Miko. Nope. nope. Miko's that. close. Miko's only missed one game. My God. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Eric Johnson and Logan O'Connor. I figured it had to be Johnson. I was like, because I, I haven't seen Johnson pop up on the injury list or anything this year, mm-hmm. which is which is good. Which is good, but my God, he's been such a roller. He took over Graves' role of being the roller coaster defenseman. We were like, just like that, too. So, but so when this team is fully healthy, look out. I mean, I said this last year and it happened because Vegas whined about not getting penalty calls and so they didn't get any penalty the Avs didn't get any penalties and Vegas thrives on playing good defense anywho uh I don't see who's gonna beat him in seven I don't either so I took that you're not gonna win you're not gonna win more than two games against them in a row no oh god no they haven't I think they've had one three-game losing streak or maybe not at all and the only team I think they've lost to where they like they haven't beaten at all this season is the Columbus Blue Jackets, and that was early in the year. When they were still like building chemistry and trying to work yeah. things out. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Long, long time ago. So but they played tonight. on fire. They played tonight. Yes, they played tonight against Edmonton. This game scares me a little bit coming off a back-to-back where you went into overtime. Mm. Um, Kemper's in net, though, so who knows what's going to happen. And the Avs seem to match up really well against Edmonton. You want to know why, Derek? Why Edmonton has no defense. And if you can't stop the Avs, they're going to skate all over your asses. Again, the dude, the, I hate the Oilers. They have two players. That's it! Two. Connor McDavid. Leon Dreisaitl. There you go. <laughs> so, that game, it, it does scare me just because it's a back-to-back and Edmonton's on a six-game winning streak, so you never know. 42 and goals, 66 assists McDavid has this year. It's pretty good. Dude, look at the splits of that team stat-wise. It's insane. Oh, I'm McDavid and Dreisaitl are like 15 points above the next guy on the team. It's crazy mm. how bad that team is. Pretty bad. It is pretty bad. So I got them. They got the Kings. 
host the Kings on Wednesday, host, host the, the Devils Kings. on yep. Thursday, and then next Saturday they host the Hurricanes. That is a big one. That's going to be good. I'm going to make a bold prediction here, Derek. They're beating them. No, they're raffle stomping them. What, like 6-1? Because of the last game they played, remember, it was that flute goal that bounced in. Oh, yeah. That sucked. Okay, yeah. So, dude, it's even worse point-wise than I thought. Okay. Edmonton. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. McDavid yes. has 108 Eight. points. Leon Dreisaitl has 101. What's the next point total for the third player on the team? Third highest player. 40. 48! <laughs> That's so bad. So guess what? You take two those two guys off the team. Edmonton's a bad team. Dude, assists. McDavid, 66, as you said. Dreisaitl, 51. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 34. The next is then goals. Dreisaitl, 50. McDavid, 42. Hyman, 24. Oh, man. They don't have any – they're they're too top-heavy, and they have nothing else. Nope. Goaltending. Goal, yeah, it's just subpar. Their starter, Miko Koskinen, averages 3.1 goals per game against. That's Mike Smith, 3.19. That's not good. No. No. They have three goalies in rotation because their goaltending is so – I almost do. I almost swore. This team drives me nuts because you cannot build a championship team like that. All right, real quick. Last twelve games, oh, what do you think is reasonable record for them for the uh, for the Avs or Edmonton? Avs. Now screw uh, so they Edmonton. They have eleven games now. Eleven. Yeah, they, they played their twelfth last night. Um, yes. next eleven. What do you think? If they, I mean, they only have to play five hundred hockey down mm-hmm. the stretch. And they have um, they play some, you know, somewhat decent teams and a couple crappy teams. So it really wouldn't surprise me if they go eight and three. So I was getting ready to say eight and three, maybe seven and four. I mean, the game against the Blues, which I'm going to, by the way, is going to be tough. And and then the last game of the season at Minnesota. Minnesota's going to need all those points. And then against the Kraken, they're going to kick the crap out of them. Kick the crack out of the crackheads. Poor Groovy, man. 16, 28, and 5. 3.12 goals against his save percentage is 0.891. That team is so bad. Oh, they're bad. All right, well, let's move on. I could talk hockey the rest of the day, but uh, I think oh, the ads, they could go, like you said, 7 and 4, 8 and 3. Um, it, I mean, even if they go 6 and 5 in the last 11, I'm okay with cares. it. Yeah. As long as like that last week of the season, they're playing well against, come, against the four division rivals that they play in the last week. Because come the postseason, they're going to beat that ass, whoever they oh, play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to beat that healthy ass. Uh, yeah, they're going to be healthy as hell. I can't wait to watch them when they get in the playoffs. All right. Moving on yeah. to some basketball to the Nuggets. Basketball. God. <laughs> Leslie, what about them Nuggets? Well, Nuggets clinched up a playoff spot, and Jokic is the MVP without no doubt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stat stat of the millennium here. I'm a, I got it on my – my phone froze up like Derek's. Don't no, stop. Everybody stop. Mm-hmm. There it is. Nikola Jokic is the first player in NBA history. 
Wait, you want to say that first line again? Huh? So, pe- so people know the only player, the first his- player, first in player, NBA history, first to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists in a single season. Reading that right there, if he doesn't get the MVP, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with the voters? The only reason I could see why people wouldn't vote for him is because he won it last year. Who cares? I agree. But the NBA has this whack-ass thing where they're like, oh, it's got to go to somebody else every year. It's their turn, it's their turn, it's their turn, it's their turn. Mm-mm. No, stop. Everybody stop. Stop what you're doing. Put, put down your phones. If you're driving, just drive off a cliff because – Wow. <laughs> Nikola Jokic is the best basketball player in the NBA right now. He is. You remember me reading off the like the leading stats or the point holder for every game for the Nuggets? Mm-hmm. It was like Jokic, 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 Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, dude, it's, I, there's a reason because he's really good and he has no help, but he's really good. He's very good. I mean – some people right here are reading just, well, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid's been healthy and he's been playing this year. Yeah, but is he? Congratulations, he's finally he, healthy. But is he good at? Is he good? Does he make other players around him good? Does he play good defense for that matter? Hmm. Hello. No. Not to mention Nikola Jokic is the leading scorer for the Nuggets in the last seventeen games. And they only have one more win. Philly does. There you have one one win better than the Nuggets. And they've got two players in James Harden, even though I think he's kind of a scum. But anywho. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't need to talk about that guy. And they're not going to get Jamal Murray back to the season, it doesn't sound like. It doesn't sound like MPJ is coming back either. So they're just going to ride this out yeah. with, with what they got. Well, and – the, if the Jazz lose to the Trailblazers, I believe either tonight or tomorrow. I think it's tonight. It is tonight. Mm-hmm. tonight. Nope, it's tomorrow. If they lose to the Trailblazers, which they probably won't, and the Nuggets beat the Lakers in the last game of the season, the Nuggets win the division. Ding, 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 ding. Yep, and they hop they up to the five seed. Yep, because each. Which, I, I'm not going to lie. I hope they stay in the sixth seed because I don't want them to play Dallas in the first round. Would you rather have them play Golden State? Yeah. Yeah. Which I is think. where they are now. Yeah. All I know is, is that if they go up to the five seed and win that, that seed and win the, their first series against Dallas, they would play Phoenix in the second round. And I just, the, that's a nightmare matchup, I think, in the second round against Phoenix. Well, th- there's no way they beat Phoenix. No, and that's why I'm like, eesh, that's – man, that's just dangerous. I will say, no matter who they th- – the only team I could see them facing and, like, actually saying, yes, they could win that series is mm. Memphis. Yeah. Memphis is a young, unproven team. It's and their they first just, time in the postseason. You don't know they, what's going to happen. They did just beat them on Thursday pretty handily by 13 points as well. So mm-hmm. they did good. Guess who was the leading scorer in that game, Eric? Well, let me guess, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> he sure was. <laughs> 35, they had 35, 6, and 2. 
He went for pretty good. That's, that's really good, man. So God, he's good. Yes, this team. So they finish off the season tomorrow against the Lakers. Yes, <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> so funny. The Lakers are eliminated. Oh my God, they're terrible. Thirty-two and forty-nine. They're they they're not in the playoffs, and it's just. It brings nothing but a smile to my face when I heard that. And not to mention, did you just see how they kind of essentially just gave up and got blown out against Phoenix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where Dude, they were, Phoenix was were doing alley oops to each other because they knew that the Lakers were just like, eh, we don't care. And now Derek, the, the Lakers only won eleven games on the road this year. Eleven, and they only won twenty-one at home. Just to let you know, there's 82 games in a season. You play 41 at home and 41 on the road, and they only won 11 on the road. That is that is that is really bad. And if they lose, because they're they're here tomorrow, right? It's in yes. Denver. Yeah. And, and if, if they lose tomorrow night, they'll only have they'll have 30 road losses. Yeah. Get this, LeBron James. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and Carmel Anthony are all out tomorrow. Because they're they're they've packed it in. They're going on vacation. They're going golfing. They're gone. On the beach. They don't yep. care. Yeah, they because don't. Because that was a failed experiment. They let LeBron take everybody they wanted to, or everybody he wanted to, put a bunch of old dudes on the court, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> Bunch of old guys, and yeah, look how that happened. They bring in Russell Westbrook, who's a ball dominant player. They Mm. should have used him coming off the bench Mm -hmm. because then you have somebody to spark the bench. Ding ding. No, you get LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook all in the starting lineup, and they all want the ball. That doesn't work. Nope, it doesn't. Derek, when Jamal Murray, MPJ. Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic, and I don't even know who the hell the fifth would be. But uh, when when those four players, their top players, are on the lineup, who gets the ball? The most? Jokic? And they're he's all the best. okay with that. Yeah, because he's the best player. And not and that, he doesn't always take a shot either. He pat, He's very he's damn good at Well, clearly, look how many assists he has this, this yeah. year. I mean, he's good at assisting and passing the ball. So... Yeah, they all know that who the leader of the team is and who the best player is. It's him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no it's debating all... that. It's, it's just, just yeah, he needs to win MVP again because I don't know who's better player than him this year. Not to mention you read off that stat. Like, come on, just... two thousand points, a thousand assists, a thousand assists, five or no, a thousand rebounds, rebounds, five hundred assists. assists in in one year. And if this team could sink some shots every once in a while, he'd have more assists. Just think he's the only player in history to do that. NBA's been around a long time. You know how many good players have been playing? Michael Jordan never did that. Are you kidding me? LeBron James, Wilt Chamberlain. None of these guys did it. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. And, uh, yeah, they play tomorrow. like I said, I don't expect them to make a deep postseason run, though. I don't think so either. But it's safe to say uh, you can probably chalk up tomorrow as a W with all those guys out for the Lakers. Probably. probably. <laughs> so they're probably just going to – I guarantee you, Jokic doesn't play the whole game tomorrow. They'll probably get them a certain That's, amount of points. Give them a half off, yeah. 
Yeah, they'll give him a half off since they're probably going to blow him out. Well, especially after he took the head shot and was bleeding, mm. had his head split open. Right. So we'll see what happens with this team by this time next week. What, what, what will be going on with them in the playoffs and whatnot? Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, moving on to some stats of the week. Stats of the week, Derek, do you have any? No. <laughs> All right. Get fired. Show. All right, Derek, I'm going to start you off with stats of the week. <laughs> which quarterback sick. is which? Oh, is this? This? oh, it's like the game I did to you. Okay. It is. So quarterback one has played 83 games. He's got 45 wins, 21,416 passing yards. Wow. 126 touchdowns to 63 interceptions. It's pretty good. He has a quarterback rating of 91 and a half. Second quarterback has 85 games played he's got 44 wins 20,374 passing yards 140 touchdowns to 57 interceptions and he's got a 90.1 quarterback rating all right i say the first quarterback is patrick mahomes no really no patrick mahomes has not thrown 63 touch interceptions oh yeah that's right he doesn't throw a lot of picks uh is josh allen one of them I'll give you a hit. Both of these quarterbacks have led teams to Super Bowls. Joe Burrow? Nope. Are they each still in the league? Yep. Both quarterbacks, were they were drafted number one and number two in the first round. Oh, my God. It's not Jameis Winston. No. He has a lot of interceptions, but he hasn't thrown for that many touchdowns yet. One of these quarterbacks was on the team when they went to the Super Bowl. He did not play. Carson Wentz? Yep. Wow, yeah, that makes sense because Nick Foles. Oh, Jared Goff? Yep. Wow. Jared Goff's got 1,000 more passing yards. He's got less touchdowns and more interceptions, but he's got a better overall rating. One more win and two less starts than Carson Wentz. Mm. And he both, both quarterbacks led their teams to a Super Bowl, even though Wentz was injured by Jared Goff's team. Jared Goff's been on two teams, and Carson Wentz is about to play for his third. Yep. <laughs> what now, a here's traject- a question, Derek. A Which trajectory. quarterback would you want? Oh, I would want Goff. I don't want Wentz. 100%. I've, the way I've seen Wentz these last couple of years – let's just phrase this. The way I saw Wentz last year with the Colts, especially when they played Jacksonville both games, no, mm-hmm. I do not want that guy. He is bad. He's bad. He's really bad. <laughs> All right, this one's kind of freaky. Tua Tungavailoa and Davis Mills have really similar seasons. Oh, God. They're both age 23. Bofa. Bofa. Bofa <laughs> played in 13 games this year. What? Bofa had 16 passing touchdowns. Bofa had 18 interceptions. Bofa mm-hmm. had 263 completions. And Bofa averaged 6.8 yards per attempt. This last season? This season. Tua threw 18 picks? 10. Oh, 10. They both had 10. Oh, I thought you said 18. No, they have the exact same stats. And one played for the Texans and one played for the Dolphins. Correct. Moving and the on. Texans were bad. Yes, they're trash. And the Dolphins were fairly decent. <laughs> mm. Do you yeah. know the San Francisco Giants 
have had a different opening day starting left fielder every single year since Barry Bonds retired in 2007. I could believe that, yeah. So in 07, obviously Barry Bonds. Mm. 2008, Dave Roberts, Fred Lewis, Mark DeRosa, Pat Burrell, Aubrey Huff, Andres Torres, Mike Morse, Nori Aoki, Angel Pagan, Jarrett Parker, Hunter Pence, Connor Joe. Wow. Alex Dickerson, Austin Slater, Jacques Peterson this year. That's a lot of guys. That's, that's a lot of dudes. Yeah, that's a lot of dudes. That's a lot of homeboys. <laughs> also, on opening night, the Arizona Diamondbacks, DH, Seth Beer, on National what Beer Day. What a name. Walk off, the first walk-off home run in 2022 of the MLB season. What about that? What a name, huh? Hmm? On National Beer Day. All right. Hey what, another... he, hey, what do you think he drank after the game to celebrate? Probably some whiskey. Um... <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably a couple cold ones. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm here all week, folks. All right. I got a couple more. So the NCAA women's and men's basketball champions this year was oh, yeah. the women's South Carolina for the men's Can- Kansas. Kansas. Here are the teams South Carolina beat in the tournament. Miami, Creighton, and North Carolina. Here are the teams Kansas beat in the men's tournament. Creighton, Miami, and North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) You think they planned for that to happen? I don't know, but what the hell? (laughs) Aliens. Aliens. Aliens did it. I blame them. All right. I've got a Darcy Kemper stat here. Since returning from injury December 8th, mm-hmm. Kemper has a 934 save percentage, first in the NHL with 10 games played. Mm-hmm. 23 wins, first. Five shutouts, first. Damn. 2.15 goals against average, second. Mm. And a stat that I don't know what it means, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to read it. All right. All right. Little last one here. Debo Samuel scored 16 touchdowns in his last 19 games mm-hmm. or in his in 19 games last season. None of them were targets in the end zone. He ran them all in from out deep. That's pretty could, freaking unbelievable. I uh, I can believe it. That guy is a Swiss Army knife, and he is a dangerous, dangerous weapon. Oh, wait, I got one more. The Toronto nice. Maple Leafs blew their seventh game when holding a 4-1 lead since game seven of the 2013 playoffs against Boston. <laughs> Can't hold a lead. Suck it, St. Louis. That, that, was, that was Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Sorry. All right, Leslie, now it's your time to shine. That's all the week. All right. Some good stats. to a jingle. I I need to create it. Oh, I got another one. Real quick, Eric, the the men's and women's Final Four, that's just just weird. That was just the the three teams they beat to win it. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Just crazy. Oh, last one. Rams are the second team in the NFL to win the Super Bowl after not winning in the preseason. Go Rams! Rams! Of course, you got to get that. 
around. All summer, you're going to get that in at least one episode, aren't you? Your go around. Hey, 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 Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, Derek. Who won the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Rams. Yes! You're going to be riding that train all summer. He's got a reason to have a drink every day. Rams won the Super Bowl. Time to have a drink. <laughs> all right, time for Louis Lounge. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Louis Lounge. All right, let's kick it off with our first story. Mm-mm-mm. Sad day for sports. This morning it just happened, yes. The NFL's Dwayne Haskins dead at 24 after being hit by a car. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was sleeping this morning. Roll over, and I was like, "Wow, what is this?" And yeah, it sounds like he uh, he got hit. Somebody hit, or somebody hit him. I should say. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of details, but. Uh... Oh, I'm sure more will come out in the coming days or later on the during today, possibly. But 24 years old only, just mm. very, very young. And Jeez. he was, I mean, Ohio State, he was damn good. Well, clearly he was a first round pick for a reason. He was damn good at Ohio State. Didn't he kind of fizzled out with Washington and then was going to be in a quarterback battle this year with Pittsburgh. You know, with that train wreck that they have going on over there with their quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, it's sad. He played in 15 games over two seasons. I have it thrown here. So, yeah, he, uh, he wasn't that good in the NFL, but I mean, mm-hmm. damn good college quarterback. Um, it's just sad. Mm-hmm. I was typing up the rundown and that popped up. I'm like, what? Seriously. I mean, 24. It's too young, man. Yeah, right here. Look at this. He sent his last year. He set a Big Ten season record for passing yards, 4,831. Touchdowns, 50. Total offensive yards, 4,939. And he also broke an initial broke also 28 school records at Ohio State. So the dude is pretty dominant at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good at Ohio State. It's the reason he went in the first round. Mm-hmm. You remember he went to an interview with John Elway wearing that bedazzled John Elway jersey? He sure did. <laughs> bedazzled. Yeah, he had the seven bedazzled. It was wow. bling, bling and a bunch of stuff on it, yeah. But no, it's uh, yeah, it's it's sad and, and, and it sucks. He, he was young and he's hey, he had a chance to start with Pittsburgh and he just never know what the heck could have happened. Yeah, but he's too young, way too young. Mm-hmm. Damn, way to put me down, Jeff. Way to go, Leslie. Jeez. <laughs> well, she's got she's got two other ones that are not too bad. You better be happy. I'm just go cry in a corner now. Yeah. All right. I cry every day. No, this is a different. Uh, <laughs> next story: <laughs> Steve Wilkes and Ray Horton join Brian Flores class action lawsuit against the NFL. Yeah, how about Good. that? Did you see that? Yes. 
good. Yeah, what's what's the deets you got about that? So Wilkes, who was a head coach for the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. is going after the Cards organization, claiming the team discriminated against him in a manner consistent with the experiences of many black coaches. Yeah, he, so Wilkes was a coach for one season for the Cardinals in 2018 and then was fired. Yeah, and they brought in Cliff Kingsbury to replace him. How well has that worked out? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put up 11 points in a playoff game to the Rams and you suck. And you're good against uh, – you're good in the first half of the season and all those stats you let off a couple and like, episodes ago. Poor Wilkes with the Cardinals. What did you give him to work with? Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. In a division where they had Russell Wilson and Kyle Shanahan's 49ers and Sean McVay. <laughs> he ain't winning jack in that division. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ain't winning jack now, but what you going to do? <laughs> but now Flores has got help, though, with this lawsuit. So what do, you, what do you think? I think the NFL is a bunch of racist pigs and uh, putting end racism in the end zone. Bro, is they're just sexist, the too. They are. Just putting uh, end racism in the end zone is that does nothing. It's just putting it on their helmets, too, is the stupidest a, thing ever. It's a hypocritical thing to put that in the end zone when stuff and like this And the, the Rooney on. Rule thing is just a way oh. to be like, hey, look, we're doing something. You're not doing anything. You're doing nothing. It's a joke. It it it's really is. It, it really is. Like, like, oh, yeah, you have to interview two people of, of, of color. Like, really? It's just, it's dumb. It really is just dominant. Yeah, it, it pisses me off. It's I just I agree with you. And that's something ha- I really liked about Bruce Arians, who retired, by the way. Yes. Quote unquote retired. Uh, I'm I'm fully buying into that conspiracy theory, by the way. But uh, <laughs> he was hiring women as assistant coaches, mm-hmm. and they can, you know, love it from within, build up and potentially be coaches. MLB, yep. the Yankees minor league affiliate their triple a affiliate their manager is a woman there's a chick the head yep. coach is a woman let's go mm-hmm. and dude she's jacked yeah oh she my could... gosh you kick your ass there oh i know oh, yeah. she would i've seen her kick my ass <laughs> she kick all three of our asses <laughs> i'd be honored <laughs> i'd be honored <laughs> no leslie not with this chick she would probably jack you up like really you got hey, if you haven't if she, she haven't, if she if she haven't yeah, seen she's, her, she's, she's pretty. Actually, she's really good. Oh, I wouldn't actually. mind if I'm gonna go down like that. I'm gonna go down. <laughs> we'll go Google it, and you can. There's a word that I'm gonna say afterwards that I'm not gonna say on the show because it's offensive. Um, it's not okay. offensive. It's just it's just gross. <laughs> but uh, okay. that, that's for that's for Derek and Eric after dark show. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, and then did you hear the thing about on the like a Steelers podcast mm-hmm. the uh, former head coach of the Titans was on there doing an interview and they asked him if he has any regrets and he was like yeah it was getting the Titans job like that whole process I was in the interview and it was just a joke because I had, I already knew I got the job and they just had to unofficially interview me to say so they could interview other people Wow. and he was just like and he said that a year ago year so and it just got dug up because Mm. we're stupid so yeah bring down the nfl it's never gonna happen but the nfl does need to change 
All right, last last story. Last um, one. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Georgia youth basketball ref needed thirty stitches after being attacked during a post game. Being attacked by what? A cat? A bear? Uh, Man! See, who the hell did he get attacked by? Thirty stitches. Probably a crazy parent. You bench my kid. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, it says here, several young players and other bystanders appeared to beat the hell out of the ref after a game had concluded. Oh my god! God. What the hell? And he needed 30 stitches? Yeah. What, what, was Man, they just... must have beat him like a pinata. Did he make some bad calls or, or what exactly? Like, I'd file some assault charges. What? what hello. Wouldn't yeah. you? Oh my of course. God. What the hell is this world That's going it. There to? was no idea what caused the post-game um, attack. So maybe bad calls, or the people are just crazy. Well, that too. Yeah, what maybe. kind of game was this at? I'm sorry. Basketball. Oh, like a little league basketball, or like. Yeah, it's a little league. It's just a, a bunch wow. of creators playing in a little hey, league. Haven't we talked about this on the show before? Where parents how, cra- of how crazy, how crazy, yeah. calm down. They are crazy. And this explains it right here. The man needed 30 stitches. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric, there's the video out there. If you watch the video, yeah. it's, it is bad. No, I don't want to watch the video. That's just, just ugh. But, yeah, if, that, if I was that referee, file some assault charges on those you know crazy whack-ass parents. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, you called a foul on my kid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you in your face. What's wrong? <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'll foul all your kids. Yeah, hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> They're fouling everybody up in here. Seriously. Send all those parents to the chair. To the chair. Yeah, to I the, mean, cha- yeah, to the dude, chair and then parents, some. Some parents of kids playing Little League sports need to calm down. It's it's insane. It is. It's getting out of hand. Honestly. Well, thanks, oh, Leslie. Thank you guys, for joining me. She went from sad to upsetting to just Whack. downright crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole roller coaster. Yes. By the way, the name of that manager for the Yankees, Rachel Bel- Belkovic. There you go, Leslie. If you want to Google her, which oh, you probably, oh, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> be like, Okay. Thanks for the stories, girl. All right. Next to some baseball, the Rockies. As we know, it was opening day yesterday, and the whole city was out and booming, enjoying the Rockies game and some beer and some hot dogs. Yeah. Dude, half the the town was out of work at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't out there because I knew they were going to lose because I'm going to bleep this out, but guess what? Rockies. You are the Dodgers. <laughs> no other way to put it. Derek, look at the rosters, man. Oh, I know. No, look like, at the. Uh, look of at course, the, they're going to lose. Look at the payroll and salary cap for both teams. There's the big difference right there. Yeah. And I mean, if you're a player, would you rather play for the Dodgers or the Rockies? 
Would you rather live in LA or Colorado? There you go. Yeah, LA. Who's better? So I mean, and like the lineups. So where the hell is the box score here? Give me a box score. Box. I score, have it right score. here. Dodgers. Betts. Freddie Freeman. They just signed from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Bellinger. Muncie. Both Turners. Justin and Trey. It's just Muncie Smith. This team is just loaded. And then here's the Rockies. Two best players. Not even going to name the whole lineup. McMahon, Chris Bryant. Maybe you can throw Blackman in there. He's not bad. But he had two strikeouts yesterday. So I only caught a little bit of the game because I was moving around and stuff. So I caught most of it on the radio. But I didn't realize they had Brendan Rodgers in Mm -hmm. the three hole. They did. Why? I don't know, but that's stupid to have him. I uh, do what I would do: swap him and McMahon, or Grichik, or somebody with some Mc- pop. As far as I'm aware, Rogers is like—I mean, we haven't really seen him, but he's not good. It's not that he's not good; he's only had—he's had 488 at bats. That's not a lot. Then how about that pitching? Kyle Freeland. I tell you what, I cheer for Kyle Freeland a lot. I really do. Eric. And the first three innings, he was pitching really well. Yes, but uh, his stats-wise, though, is just, man. But in the the fourth inning, Derek, look who he had to face. Yeah. Muncie, Taylor, Betts, Mm. Freeman, Turner, Turner. You're going to give up some runs. So he had three... Pitched 3.2 innings, five earned runs, six strikeouts. Uh, and to uh, be uh. fair to Freeland, Kinley, the guy that came in relief of him. Oh, God. He was miserable. Tyler Kinley, he was awful. There's that great Rockies pitching that I said. People, yeah, they, they, they got some good hitters. Yeah, they do. But guess what? Their pitching sucks. It's been a joke for what? 10 years now, maybe longer. Yeah. I mean, I think ever since I, – honestly, I think ever since I turned 21, I've been legal enough to – been able to drink. The Rockies have sucked, and it's mm-hmm. always been their pitching. Well, yeah. no, like except Freeland, for that Freeland once. couldn't get himself out of, out of trouble. And then Kinley comes in. He goes one inning, two hits, two walks. That's not good. Let me rephrase that. They had one good year. That's when they went to the World Series. That's the only year they had good pitching. Well, and because they had the best September in the history of baseball. <laughs> yes, that. But it's just that's going to be this team's kryptonite again this year is their pitching because their pitching is just bad and it sucks. Yeah. Um, and they don't have Seth Beer to hit walk off home runs on National Beer Day. No. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> so today Marquez Herman Marquez is starting for him which he's yeah, he, I want to ask why did he not start opening day I, I he's don't your know. best pitcher he is and that's why I was like is that Freeland pitching why is why is I figured he'd be playing you know Saturday today I I I don't I, I don't know well and he's facing Tony God, Gonsolin? Mm-hmm. Tony Gonsolin today, yeah. 
who I'd have I'd have known nothing about. Mm-hmm. But so if I know nothing about him and he's on the Dodgers, maybe you could pop him a couple. And Sunday, which I'll be going to the game. Ooh, who are they playing? So who's pitching on Sunday? Antonio Sensatella. Oh, you're gonna see a lot of home runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go look. And Here's I went the and saw thing I don't pitching. get about the Rockies. You offered you offered John Gray a low ball contract, and he said, "Bleep you, I'm out," and goes to Texas. Then you sign Antonio Sensatella to the same deal you offered Gray. Derek, do you know Antonio Sanzatella's career stats? It's not good, Eric. He's 36 and 35 with a 4.84 earn run average. Mm. And how much did they pay him, Eric? Not a lot, but still. It's not good. You let Jonathan Gray go, and you could have gave him more money and could have let Sanzatella go, but you didn't. That makes a lot of sense. Let's let a good pitcher go and keep this guy who's on the borderline of being bad. Oh, last year, Sensatella in 28 games went four and 10, 77 earned runs oh, oh, and 178 hits. Yeah, pretty sure one of the games I went to, he almost allowed that many in one game. He gave up 12 home runs last year. Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago. He was a starting pitcher when your boys were in town and they put up 11 runs in the fourth inning. Yeah. That was the Sensatella that was pitching in that game. And I remember I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And the Diamondbacks scored 11 in the fourth inning. And I was like, wow. Good, good. Let the hate that go was, through you. That was him. So I know how bad of a pitcher he is because I've seen him live and how bad he is. <laughs> So I actually kind of think with Marquez on the mound today, I expect to see a better outing from the Rockies. I actually think they could win this game pretty, pretty not easily, but I think they could win. Maybe. And then, um, then they play the Rangers two games in Texas, and then they're back home. So, to face let, the- let, let's let's face it though, Sunday they're not winning with Sensatella pitching. They're not. Well, and you're also going, so they won't win. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I was like, I want to go watch the Adams in the playoffs. I'm like, wait, maybe I should stay home. Stay your ass home. <laughs> Seriously, the one game I go watch, they just look god awful. And I'm like, tell you what, you can go to one of the last regular season games, and if they win, I'll allow you back in for the playoffs. If they lose, you ain't you ain't allowed to go anywhere near the arena. That's why that's why I'm like with the Broncos. It's like, hey, they should actually be, you know better this year with Wilson I'm like but wait do I want to go watch him because what if Wilson gets hurt or something happens <laughs> yeah knock on wood I'm like oh god I better not go watch him <laughs> but, uh, well they're not gonna win because you're gonna be there yeah. you know? I don't I don't think they'll get swept but no they might squeak out maybe one but as you said yep they uh they're at the Rangers plus Marquez needs to bounce back like he he had a bad season last year. He needs he needs to come out on fire tomorrow or today, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, and they got the Cubbies. Cubbies three game series after that here, and then the Phillies, and then the Tigers, Phillies, and Reds. So eight. 
We'll see what April looks like. They have 26 games. After all right, what do you think in April? 20 after 26 games. What do you I got sidetracked? <laughs> but after 26 games in April, how many wins do you think they'll have? I don't know, man. The Rockies start out hot every year, don't they? Yeah, so I give them maybe 13, 12. That's that's being generous. Yeah. Because I just I don't see this team being very good again this year. I just don't. No, I, I what's a good goal for the Rockies? Win total? Yeah. I'm saying 500. Yeah. If you're five, around 500, that's a better, good season. Better than they were last year. About around five, but they were bad last year. Well, and let's face it, you're not beating the dot. You're not beating the Dodgers. Nope. Who knows what the Giants are going to be? They kind of came out of nowhere last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Padres, they're probably going to be better than last year. Mm-hmm. So who the hell knows? But I think if you get 80-ish wins, good season. I, I Yeah, I agree with you. 80-ish wins should be decent. Flirting with 500. But yeah. will that happen? It remains to be seen. We'll find out until you quit. Yep. Leslie's over there sporting the White Sox. Look, she likes the Pirates. Now she likes the White Sox. What, what? are you doing? Man, and, you have, and, and you have an Anaheim Angel. And you have an Angels hat. Make up your Man, mind. You can like hats. What? She doesn't have to like the team. She can just like the hat. Exactly. Now I shouldn't <laughs> say what my next hat is going to be next week. I'll get you a Diamondbacks hat. There you go. Please. <laughs> All right. Now that team sucks. They've got six rookies on the roster. They're gonna suck this year. They're gonna be really bad. But guess what? They'll still beat the Rockies when they when they play them. Ooh. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to end it off with some NFL news. The Rams signed Bobby Wagner to a five-year deal. Meanwhile, Tyron Matthew remains unsigned. Uh. So it's a five-year, $50 million deal for Bobby Wagner. All right. How the hell does your team afford this guy? Because they still have like $7 million in cap space to play with. How? When they were minus $28 million to Restructures, start. bro. Restructures. They're just pulling money out their ass in order to afford these guys, I think. Or well, do you know Kronke. how much Bobby Wagner makes this year guaranteed? How much? 2.5 million. Wow. So they, they prob- back they either front load or back load the contracts. Mm-hmm. And I they can afford them. Now, I don't know if they can afford any other free agents because they still have to draft players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And real quick, I don't know if you saw, but the other day or last show we had, we said Matthew maybe to Denver. And I don't think that's gonna happen because they just no. re-signed Kareem Jackson. And there was also a rumor that he was visiting the Rams. And I'm like, there's no way they can't afford to pay. He him. goes to the Rams. I'm throwing up. <laughs> he goes to the Rams. I'm buying my 2023 Super Bowl champions t-shirt. I mean, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthew. You have one guy on your line, one, one linebacker. And then that guy in your secondary, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. So I want to say this about the Rams. It is dumb. You know, to like, they always say to like get to a Super Bowl, you need about ten to twelve, like what they call blue chip. And they players. signed Allen Robinson too. So, well, hold on, hold on. So you need like 
10 to 12 blue chip players that are like, you know, franchise players that, you know, you'll sign for four years and, yeah. you know, maybe up beyond or whatever. The Rams have potentially five Hall of Famers on their roster. Five. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. Stafford, I think, cemented – I think Stafford cemented his by winning a Super Bowl. I think he needs to get a little bit more stats. Which – he, like over the next three years, he's going to get him. Just throw for five thousand in the next three <laughs> years, you're, you're fine. You're good. Which, you're good. which, which seems to be a cakewalk for him. And now that he's even on a better team, he should get to that fairly easily. Yeah. Well, and Tyron Matthew being unsigned surprises me. He's that is twenty nine. Very surprising that he's still unsigned and how good he is. And yeah. clearly, the, clearly, the Chiefs aren't bringing him back because they already would have. No, and he said he was kind of heartbroken by it because he didn't expect it. He thought like he apparently said he would have signed the deal that Reed signed, that their safety they got, but they were like, no, we want to move on. Maybe they wanted younger. Who knows? But... Reed's younger. He's three or four years younger. So, mm. what's the other bullet bullet points we got there? We have how do you pronounce his name? Elias Campbell. Campbell. Uh, he remains with the Ravens on a two-year deal with twelve point five million. So old Campbell, man, gonna re- gonna finish his career off with the Ravens. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he's got. Yeah, um, but uh, he was hurt a lot last year. So the whole Ravens team was to be totally whole honest, Ravens. But... Yeah, ru- running backs for that matter. They had three and, running backs injured and defensive backs. Oh God, yes. Uh, Marlon Humphrey was out for the year. Oh yeah, they were just Marcus Peters. Marcus Pete. Oh There's God, no, I forgot he got they're, hurt. They're t- and both their starting safeties were in and out of the lineup all season. So yeah, they they're going to be a team that will be a lot better, I think, this next year with this. But like you said, Campbell remains back, and how much longer does he have? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And we have Debo Samuel deletes the 49ers off his Insta. What does this mean? <laughs> it means he's gone. The Niners are gonna suck. He wants trade. He's pulling a, a Kyler Murray. That's he what he's a, doing. He wants a contract. And if you're the 49ers, you got to pay him because if you don't pay that guy, he's gonna go to another team, a very good team, and he is going to be a massive, massive weapon for whoever he goes to. Uh huh. And. Eric's probably like, yeah, go get yeah, out go of the get division. Get out of here. Go on, get. Get out of the division. You're probably go hoping that he leaves. Can you imagine the Rams? Hey, we'll give you two first rounders for 2028, 2029. And we'll give you give us Samuel. All right, deal. There's there's no way they're trading him. Can in you the imagine division? that? Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, your three whiteouts. I I would buy the next three <laughs> years of championship t-shirts. All right. <laughs> There's, I mean, there's, there's no way he goes in division, though. It's nice to dream, but, yeah, that ain't going to happen. But what does it mean? Honestly, it means, that, yeah, he wants to get paid, and I think he, if he doesn't, you could see a thing like the whole Tyree Kill incident where uh, Tyree Kill's agent or the Chiefs came back to Tyree Kill's agent and said, hey, look, this is what we're offering you. And his agent said, yeah, yeah, no, trade us. Pound and sand. Pound sand, trade us. And they did. And I think the 49ers – 
come to his agent and say, all right, this is what we're going to give you. Doesn't like it. I think you could see him probably shipped off for a couple picks. To somebody. Well, and the other thing with the 49ers, what the hell are you guys doing with Jimmy G? I, You're letting him stay in Cali so he can, he can date those porn stars apparently. Well, and then <laughs> what's his face? John Lynch came out and was like, oh, we have an offer for two second round picks for Jimmy G, but we want more. Two second round picks for Jimmy Garoppolo? Are you kidding me? Why did you not pull the trigger on that? No one is going to give you a first round pick for him. I would have taken two first rounders in a heartbeat for that guy. Second rounders. Or second round. Yeah. Still. Because of the, he's got that shoulder injury on his yep. throwing shoulder. Well, he got nobody wants that. He got surgery on it. So yeah. But still. So, where do you think he could go? Honestly. Now that Carolina? Now, honestly, yeah, you got to look at the teams who have a quarterback or possibly could potentially draft but, one. If you're Carolina, I don't want him. I'll oh, stick God, with no. Sam Darnold and draft somebody this year. I'm just – I am Darnold's just, at least a cheaper stopgap. Yeah, I'm just glad he didn't come to Denver because there were those oh, rumors that God. Denver – I was like, if he would have came here, I would have been like, I'm out. Him or Kirk Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God both of them are staying where they are. Well, it's like, it's I don't like want him them. and Baker Mayfield. Where the hell are they going to go? Yeah, I, yeah, your doppelganger, Eric. Where's he going? Huh? Suck it, Mayfield. At least I have a job. They want. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Mayfield. At least I have a job. <laughs> yeah, Baker. Uh, Baker's just sitting there wondering, like, hey, you want to trade for this mis- this creepy massage guy, and yet you, you just have me sitting in the dark. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't get it. I yeah, I, I totally forgot he's still on the roster. You got to trade him because are yep. you going to pay? Are you going to pay two quarterbacks on your team twenty million dollars? And, and you're what? like, like we all know Watson's going to get suspended. It's not going to be what we want, but he's going to get suspended. What are you going to do? Keep Mayfield on the team as your backup? He's not going to play for you. No, because they signed Jacoby Brissett as a backup. There you go. And they traded Case Keesum to Buffalo. That's right. He's on Bushrow. So he's gone. So I don't know what they're going to do. Because I don't want Baker Mayfield either. Trade him to the Rams. Stafford's backup. Tell you what, he takes $15 million off his contract. We'll talk. <laughs> Sounds like a deal, Eric. <laughs> What's the last two, Leslie? All right, we have Devontae Parker traded to New England from Miami. Yeah, how about that? Him being traded in division. He kind of just became expendable, though. After Hill and, and Waddle, yeah, he, he kind of was. And but, the Patriots need weapons. Well, then Mac Jones has got another one now with uh, Parker. And it's not like this. Let's just throw this out there. Devontae Parker is not a bad receiver. No, he's, he's damn he's, good. He's actually a damn good receiver. So you actually put him on an even better team now. I think he's going to thrive and do better than he did in Miami. Oh, for sure. And not to mention the way the progress that Mac Jones had this last year. I think Jones is only going to be better this next season. And yeah. now, now he's going to have a go-to receiver. Good, good. Yeah, good trade, I think, for New England. Get him. I think it's a great trade for New England. And Miami, hey, if Tua can get him the ball. Both those receivers, look out. Bofa. Yeah, Bofa. <laughs> Bofa. Oh, my God. What's Bofa mean, Dirk? No. 
I'm not saying it. Last one. I'll get him again. I'll just wait and see. No. Oh, geez. Last one. Stefan Diggs signs a deal to stay in Buffalo for a four-year, $104 million contract. Woo! That's a lot of cheese for somebody. Yeah, but they needed him. They did need him. I mean, you make that you don't make that trade for Stefan Diggs if you don't want him long around long term, you know? Seriously, and he's he's a pretty damn good receiver. Uh real quick, what do you think about this? Uh the Philadelphia Eagles signed the ex Olympic hurdler, Oregon Ducks wide receiver, Devon Allen to a three year deal. Did you see that? No. I have no idea who that is. He well, he played for Oregon and he was in the Olympics and he was a hurdler. Like he was in the Olympics, just and he's he's fast. He Can ran he catch. He ran a 4.35 40 yard dash. Can he catch? Well, there you go. This last year, or there you go. This is career numbers for Oregon. He had 54 receptions, 919 yards, eight touchdowns, and 29 games for the Oregon Ducks. I mean, if he can catch, great. You have a deep throw. But right, right here, this is a big, big thing. He suffered a pair of knee injuries at Oregon and appeared in a total of only nine games in his final two seasons at Oregon. His, yeah. So, so we'll wait and see. I, I, that's a risk. But I guess if he's cheap, why not? But look at that. He's a three-time national champion in a 110-meter hurdle that jumped, though. So the guy is guy is fast and he's good but he's got injury problems mm. uh how about here another little surprise thing brandon cook signed an ex- extension with the texans he was being flirted out there that he was going to be traded but yet now he's staying in houston you think that's you know, smart poor, i think it's great for brandon cooks i mean the poor guy what he was drafted by the saints traded to new england traded to la traded to houston yeah, he's been on the move. And he's a really good receiver. He he is. He's got the concussion injury, but last year for the Texans, he was their MVP. Mm-hmm. So uh DK Metcalf has been rumored to be traded. Man, Man if, Se- if Seattle lets him go, Seahawks fans are gonna be jumping off buildings. Mm-mm-mm. What would you have left? Well, and they said they're rumored to be getting rid of maybe Tyler Lockett, too. I don't know what the hell Seattle's doing, but it's good for the Rams. Mm. So, yeah, as I say, he'll be a free agent this next season after this Over season. Over under for the – who will? Metcalf. They said oh, he he'll, will be. He'll, okay. he'll be a free agent after this upcoming season. So, might as well get something for so him 20, if you know yeah. he's going to leave. So, 2023, he will be a free agent. So yes. you might as well get something if you know he's going to leave, I guess. But And Tyler Lockett has two years left on his current contract. <laughs> but yet Over he is... under Seahawks wins, Derek. Five and a half. If Drew Locke and Geno Smith, they ride it with them, under. I agree. <laughs> if they're riding with those two guys, under. Even if they draft a rookie and they start him under, under. <laughs> that They're defense always... is bad. The offensive line is bad. And Drew Locke has already came out in his press game, uh, press conference when he was traded there, saying he is uh, he's already training to be the starter. And I'm like, Seattle, good luck. Good luck. 
Hey, I got a fun fact for you, Derek. I forgot to put this in stats. What's that? There are two teams all time in the NFL in conference championship games that are undefeated. Can you name those two teams? I'll give you a hint. One's in the AFC, one's in the NFC. They're undefeated? Undefeated in championship conference games. Well, it's not New England because they've lost. Uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati is the AFC team. They're 3-0 and in championship conference games. I kind of figured that. Uh, Minnesota? Nope. Who? No, Minnesota lost to the Eagles. The Saints? The Eagles went. Nope. Saints Washington. lost to the Rams off the Washington. really bad. No. Damn. You're close. Eagles? Nope. Damn it. I don't know then. NFC. The New York football giants. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're 5-0 once... and oh when they once reach upon... the conference championship game. Once upon a time, the giants were a good team. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. They beat Tom Brady twice. All right, that's all I got. Can you imagine that? Just think about that. If it wasn't for Eli Manning and Nick Foles, Brady would have 10 Super Bowls. And it's not like they got blown out in all three of those Super Bowls. They were all very close. So they oh, were one no, play away no. from winning. I would say the one that was probably the biggest blowout was the Eagles. Yeah, but just think about that. If he didn't lose those three, Eric, where he would be. That's sick. Maybe he would have actually retired. Yeah, and stayed retired. But yet he went home for four months with his wife and kids. And he's like, I'm done. Championship rings on every single finger on both of your hands. Both for Leslie. Both. Don't you roll your eyes at me? Get us out of here. Get us out of here. I'm the host of the Bofa. You guys remember. Get us out of here. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next time on our next episode. I'll be back and both of them will too. <laughs> Damn right. Both of for life. See ya. Go Rams. Go Rams and both. <laughs>